Sure. 
Come on, let's praise him one more time. Amen. When we got finished with that old song about victory in Jesus, I just felt like doing a little bit of that. Victory is mine. And then I thought I might have made a mistake, but guess if I'm going to stop. <laughs> he got into it. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. God's good. And all the time. Yes, he is. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, we welcome everybody to the house of the Lord tonight. Those of you watching um, uh, by the live stream, whether you're watching on our website or YouTube or whatever venue you're watching by, we welcome you in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I'm just glad to be here in this midweek service. Um, to me, midweek service is kind of like an oasis in the middle of a desert. Amen. Um, you can get um, rekindled and fogged up, especially battling stuff all during the week. And uh, God's just here tonight to bless any way we need to be blessed. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, as we take prayer requests tonight, Pastor needs prayer requests. I have broken fingernail clean keyboard tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm getting where I guess I'm getting more brittle. I'm getting to be an old man. Not to do that all the time, banging on that uh, keyboard over there. But um, break them all. I don't see how in the world some of them ladies play piano or keyboard with long fingernails. I don't know how they do that. But anyway, hallelujah. Get back on the program here in just a minute. I want to um, uh, acknowledge a, uh, the passing of, I think, was a, um, 
uh, a, a great and very good man. Some of you may have heard of him, Charles Stanley, um, nine years old. He was um, pastor of First Church there, uh, Baptist Church there in Atlanta for over 50 years. Uh, and uh, he was um, over the In Touch ministry. And uh, I have listened to a lot of his teaching time, and um, he has given some good sound teaching time through the years. And I, um, I'm praying for his family and those he have left behind. Amen. We definitely, the body of Christ will miss him. Thank you, Sheriff. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, I wonder if anybody else has got a special prayer request. Uh, let me mention this. If, if I can leave my mind, my sister Leanne was back with us Sunday, and uh, she, of course, was battling with COVID. And uh, I noticed a post she made today. She said, well, just got over COVID. Now she's got pneumonia. And uh, um, pray. Uh, not, we, want, we want to pray for her, her healing for sure. But she's got the devil mad. Uh, she has undergone one attack right after the other ever since she came back to the house of God and uh, and got filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and made an effort to start. I mean, it's just been, I told Sister Darling today, it's been one thing after the other for her. And um, we want to come against whatever uh, uh, spirit that may be um, hounding her to get off her trail. Amen. And I'm sure if she's watching at home tonight, she'll agree with that. So we're praying for you, sis. And God will just touch you. Amen. Anybody else got a prayer request tonight? Praise the Lord. Yes. Sister Margie's sister, she had to uh, had some issues. Uh, we want to remember her in prayer. Thankful that they didn't find no blockages or anything like that. Uh, that's a blessing. But we continue to pray for her. Yes. All right. All right. Praise the Lord. Yes. All right, 
this is the Quinn family um, in their zoos. I'm not mistaken. I believe still they're at. But uh, yeah, they've been under some spiritual. These are some fine people. Loves God. Hmm? Yeah, Brother Bobby Quinn, especially. Yeah, uh, remember, remember them. Just mention their name. You may have met some of them at the uh, campgrounds, but I don't know. Anybody else? All right, Stephen. Remember, Stephen, in prayer, appreciate this uh, uh, witness and testimony and uh, y'all talking to him at uh, Crocker Mountain. I'm going to tell you why. Army Ranger, them some tough dudes. We get in here and get filled with the Holy Ghost. We're making the Holy Ghost Ranger. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Praise the Lord. All right, unspoken request by an uplifted hand. Yes, they're all over the house tonight. You can join along with us, those watching at home. Then let's pray together. We're going to bless the offering um, as we uh, receive it tonight. Father, we come to you right now. We thank you and we praise you for this service. We thank you for your grace and your spirit that we feel. All of these requests that has been mentioned tonight, we would bring them before the throne of grace. The word says that we can approach the throne because of what you did at Calvary. You tore down that uh, that veil and you split it. We can Approach your throne to obtain mercy to find help in the time of need. Touch and supply each and every need right now in the blessed holy name of Jesus. Bless our teaching session tonight. Let us, God, just receive revelation as we get into your word. Bless the offering that we're going to receive as well. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. Greet one another and bless you as you get. to remember how I used to be living in sin. I tried to act happy and free, but I wasn't with me. Friends of mine, but I had some peace of
Yes, go ahead. That's wonderful. Yes. It does. Yes. Prayer works. Amen. That's a great testimony. Hallelujah. We have been praying for Sister Wanda's sister-in-law, and uh, that was just a great testimony. She is doing tremendously, and yes, prayer still works. Amen. And I'm thankful for it. Amen. Well, we're getting a little feedback. Uh, Chris, maybe cut my mic down just a little bit. I'm hearing some feedback. Huh? Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're uh, starting a new study tonight. Uh, I don't know how long we will be on this, but uh, we are doing this because um, uh, some folks has asked about it. And um, so um, I'm going to start out by telling you, folks, we are not alone. We are not alone in the universe. And I'm not talking about aliens, neither. <laughs> um, somebody asked me, said, Brother Sammy, you don't believe in aliens? No, I believe there's a lot of demons paralyzed and making a fool of some people. Amen. Don't believe in that. But I still say, though, even though I don't believe in aliens, I'll tell you we are not alone. And um, I don't know if Chris has got that, uh, up, uh, that uh, graphic he made. We're going to be teaching about angels all around. Angels all around. I love this this study. I enjoy it every time I get into it. And uh, I like for those that are here who's got your Bibles to be prepared um, to read some as we get into this. But our opening text for those of you that's watching online uh, that you don't have the benefit of a handout material that we pass out to everybody that's here. Revelation chapter 5 and verse 11. I'd like to say I'm so thankful, Ronnie, Mr. Ron Wayne Foote, that you mentioned uh, Revelation in your message last Sunday. I'm so thankful you didn't say Revelations. I was watching for you. I was going to call you down, buddy. Down through the years, I've um, they've heard some different ones advertised. And man, you need to go hear so and so teach about. Uh, 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 they're going to teach on the Book of Revelations. And I told Darlene, I said, "That's my first flag right there. They don't know too much about what they're talking about." <laughs> Amen. It's one revelation. Amen. Ain't no S on it. <laughs> but I digress again. Let me get back to the thing here. Revelation chapter five and verse eleven. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them 
get this now. The number of them, talking about the angels, was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. We can't imagine how many angels there are. Some translations, this is the New King James Version, some of the some of you that are here tonight got maybe a different translation. Uh, anybody got a translation that said myriads of angels? Yeah. Uh, they are innumerable. There's no way that you can, you can um, number them. And um, so I wanted to use this verse to start off our study. And uh, I've got two points that we're going to try to get to both of them tonight. We're going to talk about, number one, the existence of angels, and number two, the nature of angels, the existence of angels and the nature of angels. Angels are no fairy tale found in a children's storybook. Amen. There's a lot of people who believe that they're just fairy tales. Don't believe any kind of angels. Matter of fact, there was a religious group in Jesus' time who didn't believe in angels. I'm talking about the Sadducees. That was one of the differences between them and the Pharisees. Uh, the Sadducees, they didn't believe in no spirits or no angels. Pharisees believed in both of them. Uh, so I guess it made him fair, you see. <laughs> Amen. But Sadducees did not believe in angels. But angels are no fairy tale in a children's storybook. The Bible clearly teaches the existence of myriads and myriads of angels as mighty created spirit beings. They go back well before the creation of the universe as we know it. And they rejoiced over the creation of the same. Now, I want you to think about this. Uh, when the universe was created, it caused rejoicing and shouting in heaven by God's angels. Job chapter 30, 38, verses 4 through 7 I'm, I've got printed out the New Living Translation in your handout. Uh, because I like I like the, the wording of it. And this is what it says. Now, Job, God is talking to Job here. Let me get you an understanding of where this is coming from. This is at the end of Job's experience. And even though Job did not uh, commit no sins, and he re re uh, retained his integrity all the time through that, yet, Job made some pretty uh, um, bold and pompous statements about, about God and declaring God. I mean, he, he made some pretty bold statements. So when God came to him in the whirlwind, God asked him this. He said, where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me. Hmm. Mr. Job, the man 
that I told Satan that, you know, uh, you eschewed evil and all this. He said, but I want you to tell me, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me, if you know so much. Amen. Now, this is God talking to Job. Who determined its dimensions. Who determined its dimensions and stretched out the surveying line? What supports its foundations? God's asking Job to explain all this to him. And who laid its cornerstone as the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? Wow. Hmm. Think about that. And God, now you, you don't find this recorded in the book of Genesis when it's in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. But right here, we're getting a behind-the-scenes look. And God said when all that was created, the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. So they was there, and they, they saw and they beheld. Angels are personal beings who have intelligence, emotions, and independent will. I used to think, I'm so, I'm so thankful that God allows us to grow in knowledge and, and understanding. I, I'll, for a long time, I hadn't thought, well, uh, angels uh, don't have a, a free will uh, like, like we do. We, we were created free moral agents, power to choose. And I thought angels for a long time and didn't have that. But angels are independent. They have an independent will. And this is, this is why you need to think to understand that. If they didn't possess independent will, Lucifer could not have instigated the rebellion which caused his fall along with those who followed him. So they're not just programmed. God gave them a will and a choice, just like he did later on when he created us. There are over 300 references to angelic beings of one kind or the other, and we'll be talking about some of the different, uh, all angels ain't the same kind, uh, but there are over 300 references to angelic beings of one kind or another in the scripture, thus substantiating their existence without a doubt. I would like somebody to read to us Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 2. Who's got that? Our brother Cal back there. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers because some have entertained angels without knowing it. Even though angels are spirit beings, they can materialize and take shape. We know that from examples in the body. And 
angels are so many and so vast in, in, in number, you may have come in contact with one in the past and never know it. Amen. Let me give you an example of somebody that I'm acquainted with that I, that I know I knew well. One of the, I know a lot of people claim the title, but one of the few that I know a fact that had the apostolic calling, apostle of the fivefold ministry. I'm talking about Bishop Carl Angle. He went somewhere in West Virginia one time and uh, took a church. And man, you talk about stirring up a hornet's nest. He began to preach baptism in Jesus' name and then fill them with the Holy Ghost. And uh, they all got terribly upset. And this was in the middle of winter time. He had to get to church ahead of time of everybody else because the church had a wood stove in it. He had to go and get the wood and get that fire going to make sure the building was warm. When he pulled up with his wife and his daughter in the car, there was a pickup truck there with three big men. And uh, um, Brother Carl gets out. Those three men um, gets out. Two of them stands on each side of the, his car door to keep the car door shut so his wife and daughter couldn't get out. And the other guy pulls a pair of brass knuckles out of his pocket, puts them on, and beats him almost lifeless. I mean, beat him bad. Giving him a warning. Don't never come back here and preach that doctrine again. He was laid up in the hospital. Now listen to this. It was late one night. The lights in the hospital cut back. And the nurse at the nurse's station gave witness that there was a man come in around 2 o'clock in the morning, walks up to that nurse's station and says, uh, you have Carl Engel here. He's a servant of the Lord. I need to see him first miracle that shows me that this was not a regular human being. How in the world would that nurse allow somebody to go in with a message like that? Two o'clock in the morning. He goes to the room. His wife is sitting in a chair beside him. He's laying there in a coma from being beat with brass knuckles. She was alerted and woke up when this man 
walked in the room, stood at the foot, held his hands over that robe, and prayed some kind of prayer. His wife couldn't describe the words and everything he was saying. And at the end of it, Brother Carl woke up, came out of his coma. And that man turned around, walked back out the room, back down towards down the hall towards at the end where that nurse station was. And his wife gets up, looks out the door, nobody. The, the hallway was a pretty long hallway. She, I mean, she got up pretty, pretty quick immediately. There's no way he could he would have had to run mighty fast to get back down there, but there was nobody. Went to the nurse station. Nurses ain't seen, saw him. I've seen, seen the gentleman come in, but ain't nobody come back out yet. Well, I said, better check on my husband. I said, he's awake. He's awake. Called the doctors in. How I know about this story is after he got well enough, he was transferred to a hospital here in Nashville. And as soon as I found out about it, I went out to see him. sent an angel to raise this man up. And guess what? When he got out of the hospital, I said, where are you going, where are you going from here, Brother Carl? He said, I'm still pastoring there. I'm going back. And he went back. But he wound up baptizing all three men in Jesus' name, and they all got the Holy Ghost. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for some have entertained angels unaware. You'll never know when you was in a near car accident, there was an angel to protect you. Amen. They're everywhere. Glory to God. All right. Uh, look at your handout. I've got some word definitions. You see the Hebrew word for angel in, in, the, in the Old Testament. You see that's the, uh, the Hebrew letters there. And uh, you read Hebrew not right to left, but, but left um, right to left. Yeah, not, not right to left. Back, backwards from how we read. And it, the transliteration uh, of it is Malka. The root from an unused root, meaning to dispatch as a deputy. That's what it means in Hebrew, angel. To dispatch as a deputy. And in the, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, 111 times it's translated angel in the King James. It's translated the word messenger. 98 times, and four times it's translated the word ambassador. Interesting, getting some information here about these angelic beings. The Greek word, angelos. You recall, I think it's funny now, it's so evil. But Los Angeles, California is called the city of angels. That's where angels 
it comes from angels. Uh, I guess it's called the kind of angels nowadays, I reckon. Amen. All right. It comes from the root word angelo, um, galo, derived from two root words meaning to bring tidings. To bring tidings. And in the New Testament, it's translated 179 times as angel. Seven times it's translated messenger. So, in plain terms, an angel is heaven's messenger, relaying heaven's will, knowledge, and purpose to the earth. And it also relates to the pastor of a congregation as well, Sister Kissy. Amen. We see that in Revelation chapter 2 and 1. Some, somebody read that for us right quick. <laughs> Quit shaking that head over. I see you. To the angel of the church of Ephesus, all seven of those churches, he writes those letters to the angel of that church. He's referring to the pastor. <laughs> all right, so we're beginning to get, I've got to move on if I want to get through this. We're already at 10 minutes today. Let's talk about the nature of angels on the back side of your handout. And as we talk about the nature of angels, the first thing, angels are created beings. They were created. And to each one of these, there's, there's more than one scripture to uh, substantiate what I'm saying here. But out of time, we'll get, we'll get one. Psalms 148, verses 1 through 5. Praise you the Lord. Praise you the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise ye him, all his angels. Praise ye him, all his host. Praise ye him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars of light. Verse 4. Praise him, ye heavens of heavens, and ye waters that be above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded, and they were created. So angels are created beings, and he created by commanding it, just like he said, let there be light. They weren't formed like men were formed, but he commanded them. Have you ever really tried to stop and think about the awesomeness and the power of God? How great and powerful and awesome He is. And guess what? Guess what, Sister Mindy? If we got the Holy Ghost, we've got that. We have that. We lose so much of 
our potential that we have in Jesus Christ. We need to understand who we are in Christ. Hallelujah. You can't begin to imagine the power and the awesomeness. I gave you the scriptures where angels numbered 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. And they all were created in a blink of an eye at one time. Think about that. So angels are created beings. Number two, angels are servants. They're servants. They were created to serve. They was not created to be worshipped, but they were created to be servants. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Are they not all ministering spirits? Talking about angels now. They're ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them (laughs) who shall be heirs of salvation. Somebody tell me, who are the heirs of salvation? Us, us, the church, angels, see, you know, I I like that that song, when we all get there, the rapture takes place, Christ comes back, you're going to be able to sing a song that angels can't sing. The Bible says angels, think about this, the angels desire to look into what you got. Here are these angels, angelic beings around the throne of God. With all the power that they've got, they desire to look into what you have through Jesus. I mean, I'm going to be able to sing a song, I've been redeemed. Hallelujah. Angels can't sing that song. Amen. We are the heirs of salvation. So not only are angels, was angels created to serve the Father, but they're here for our benefit as well. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ooh, glory to God. Mm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit here or not, folks. Mm, amen. Not only do you got, why should we fear, why we should have fear about anything? If you have the Spirit of Christ in you, you've got, you've got that Holy Ghost to fight for you, but man, you got angels that are at your beck and call. I believe that. And I believe there are angels in this room right now. I believe that. Hallelujah. Mm. They're ministering spirit. I'm, I'm glad you gave that, um, read that um, translation. Okay. The third thing, angels are immortal. Luke chapter 20, verses 34 through 36. Let's read this. 
And Jesus answered and said unto them, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage. But they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. Verse 36, I got it highlighted. Neither can they die anymore for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God being the children of the resurrection. Amen. You're going to be, when you resurrect from the grave or you raptured and you get that glorified body, you're going to be equal to the angels. And the angels are immortal and we're going to, we'll be like them because we won't die anymore being equal to the angels. So angels are immortal. This is why God, and I'm getting off my lesson a little bit, but this is why God created uh, uh, hell because angels are eternal spirits and those that failed and, and uh, lost their bodies in the flood of Noah, God had to had to put them in a hole. He said, we talked about this already. And one place in the Bible, the word you find the word hell, if you look it up, it says to Taurus, it's the lowest place of Hades, it's the place of fallen angels. Uh, and they're waiting in chains, the Bible says, waiting for the day of final judgment. So, they, they are immortal. They're created beings. They are servants. They are immortal. The next one, angels are elevated higher than mankind. They're higher than us. Hebrews chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you uh, take care of him. You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. God gave mankind dominion on this planet. Now we lost that dominion when Adam sinned, but you gain your dominion back when you come to Christ. You've got the dominion over the devil. Amen. Claim it. Amen. Walk in it. Hallelujah. The devil tries to lay something on you. You just you just tell him you can't put you don't have no legal right over me. Amen. You don't have any legal right over me. You have it. Right, folks, you've got to get radical sometimes. Amen. Man, I still think about uh, Sister Tina back there when she came walking in that hospital room at the time speaking life and declaring life when everybody else in the family was planning on Sister Wanda's funeral. She walked in there and spoke life. Hallelujah. <laughs> Man, my, my mind is just exploding right now, but I know i got to stay on text and on. There's so much I could I could say about that. 
my Lord. Hallelujah. So angels, man, let me put it this way, man was created a little bit lower, but even though angels are higher than us, they are servants to us. They're there to serve us. Okay. The next one, angels are personalities. They're just not it's. An angel is not an it. It's not no robot. Like I've already already said, they got a they got an independent will. They are persons. They have uh, they are personalities. And one example that we can see that is in Luke chapter one verses twenty six through twenty seven. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God. Remember, an angel, a messenger, sent to give tidings. And we'll find out more about Gabriel and the particular class of angel that he is in a little bit later. But Gabriel was sent by God to a city in Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. So, we know there's a personality there because he's got a name. Think about this. Going back to the beginning of our, oh boy, I gotta hurry. Going back to the, uh, the beginning of our lesson tonight. Angels are without number. 10,000 times 10,000 plus thousands of thousands. Every one of them's got a name. And God named them. Think about that. Every one of them's got a name. They are personalities. And God gave them their name when he created them. I'm really wanting you to really get more because a lot of people, they like when, when you talk about angels, well, they're, you're getting a little loony on me or something like that. But this is just as much Bible as anything we teach or preach. Amen. The personalities. And the final one, angels are called the sons of God. Jesus is not the only one known as the son of God. He's the only begotten son of God. But angels are called sons of God. And we go back to the book of Job is one place in the Bible we find that. Job chapter 1 verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also come along, uh, come among them. Some translations right there don't say sons of God. It plainly calls out angels. What's uh, the passion? Uh, no, ain't no passion in the book of Job. I'm sorry. Um, but they're called the sons of God. And there are other places that um, has that also. So this was kind of like of an introduction of what we're going to be talking about. Uh, anybody got any comments or questions about what we've covered tonight? This thing excites me. I did have to go here. Hallelujah.
I'm, I'm glad you um, brought that up. Um, I have I have been to uh, uh, their house, and these steps that she's talking about are steep. And there have been people who have been killed on less steep steps. Amen. I don't doubt in my mind, sis, it's like what I said. Angels are all around us, and they're here to serve us. Amen. And uh, ain't no doubt in my mind that there was an an angel assigned to you. Amen. That helped break that fall. That's one of the main reasons that, uh, besides being asked to do, do, do this lesson, I want to make us more aware of angels around us. I believe we all have an angel. That's my belief. Now, I mean, I can't, I can't back it up in the Bible, but thing, things I have read and studied. Makes me believe that. So I believe that. Yes.
the Lord. Uh, since it's been mentioned in, in about two different voices, I will say this as we stand and close. The, uh, the Catholics put out this thing and got it going hundreds of years ago. Just about every picture you see of an angel is of a woman. But every angel in the Bible is all masculine. That's a good, that, that, their angels are always at the face of my father in God's presence. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a, I'm glad you brought that up. That's good. To, that's our, let's, um, let's bow our heads. Father, we come tonight, we thank you and we praise you for this service. We thank you, God, for your enlightenment of your word. Bless each and every one that has come tonight. Keep them safe as they go out on the road, as they head home. Lead us and direct us in all your wisdom and truth. In Jesus' name, let the church say, God bless you. We love you all in the Lord.